Are you good at sex talk? Me? In real life? No. Like It's that? so embarrassing. So if, if Asa were to go on a trip and call you and be like, what's in their room? You'd be like... My big old titties. <laughs> that's what you'd say. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, it's perfect. You Cut know, to the chase. Cut to the chase. You think Asa called to hear about the pebble and the penguin? I don't think no. so. So... Wow. This is so intimate, but we have nothing else to talk about, so I'm just going to give it to the listeners, okay? Bring it. I don't know yeah. if I've ever jacked off reading. Very odd, Cody. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just am embarrassed, and I just want to know if people have this problem. At what point do you find plastic surgery no longer beautiful, but obscene? Because you just shared with me that <laughs> you don't like my, you think my obsession with people, that's the thing. I have an obsession with plastic surgery, but not for me. You know, people are get obsessed with getting it. I'm yeah. obsessed with them. Yeah, well, you're on a road. You're on a path. No, I'm not. I got Botox. Right. That is probably where everyone begins. It's the gateway. It's the gateway drug to it's face manipulation. To f- it's the- <laughs> Botox is the gateway drug to face manipulation. My issue. Kind of true. Wow. My issue with plastic surgery is the like stranglehold society has on women in particular men are not immune to it i'm not pretending they're immune to it Mm -hmm. um but i guess just from my own personal point of view as a woman is that the way that we are born is not okay and that we must constantly change our appearance to have value and to be worthy in this country or our lifestyle or lifestyle And I also have sympathy and compassion for people, obviously, and want to support people who get boob jobs or, you know, if that means reducing or increasing size, like I'm not here to shit on people who get boob jobs. Right. But I do think that I've known people who have gotten a boob job because they're hoping it'd make them more comfortable. And I understand like clothing especially women's clothing is kind of like styled more towards like a C cup, right? Yeah. To fill out a shirt, to feel comfortable. Like I'm lucky. I was looking at myself in the mirror this morning in the sense where like my boobs stick out further than my stomach does. Yeah. Like I'm lucky for that sake, you know? So a shirt always almost looks pretty like flattering on me. That's true. In a way, you know, and like, I think women really struggle with clothing I have as a tall woman, just not being able to try things on and not fit right. So body manipulation for comfort and acceptance and stuff. I know women who have done it and then thought like have later thought, you know, that was a very vain or like regretted it not regretted it but maybe just saw through it a little bit more and saw like at the time I was desperate for this change because I thought it'd bring me happiness when you know a lot of happiness or acceptance of self and then it's like it's kind of like the person it's like you're never gonna fully be obsessed with the way you look and no one is and that's kind of freeing in its own way too you know I talked to a lot of women who are like if my body just if I just lost one more size it's like well then you'd probably want to lose another size or like there's just like a never-ending cycle of self-hate and self-loathing and if we don't address like I'm all for what women want to do I want to be supportive of women but if we don't address like the societal pressures that are making women change the way their face and body look yeah like that's an issue like yes do do you but let's also have a conversation about why that is like you feel like that's a need or a necessity yeah you want fuller lips because that's what's been sold to us yeah you know from the day we were born right 
I don't have full lips. It's always been one of my insecurities. I have but small lips. Do you feel that passionately about people who dye their hair? No, I guess not. It's temporary. It's like expressionary. And I do think it's very different, but I get your point. I get your yeah. devil's advocate point. Yeah. I just, I know that there's a more permanent style thing, but I mean, you're here with tattoos on. What's the diff? Oh, a hundred percent. What's the diff? No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I like having this conversation that you're challenging me on it. So, hmm. Yeah. Cause it's still body manipulation. It is. Tattoos are weird. Like I've talked to people about tattoos a lot and do you have any tattoos you wish you didn't have? No, I, I, I would probably just get rid of them all. If yeah, I could. I guess I don't I know I can, but I won't. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I think my brain works differently where it's like, like, let's say the tattoo on my ankle is hideous. Mm. But like, you know, the memory of getting it and stuff was so fun. It's just like, I, yeah, it healed poorly. It was done poorly. Right. Um, I still like the idea of having a flower on my ankle, but it's not cute. I look at your tattoos and they're so pretty, though. The ones on your arms. Thanks. And I'm really excited about them. They're from artists that I really support. And I think it's fun. Like, I have a tattoo for Asa. Is that the difference, maybe? Not to cut you off, but is that the difference of getting... Um, let's, we'll just keep using lips as an example, okay. although those are not as permanent as tattoos even cause they dissolve. So fillers dissolve. Yeah. And then how do your lips look after that deflated or do they go way back to normal? There's no way they go back to normal. I think for the most part, I'm a doctor, so I can speak on this. Of course. I think for the most part, your body, um, is very adaptable to change, which yeah. is why people don't always look absolutely deflated when they lose weight. Yeah, but that's true. Okay. It, do you know what I mean? Yep. Like your body is, is constantly renewing itself. So yeah, I think lips are typically fine unless you go completely overboard, you know, but yeah. Um, with tattoos, what I was trying to say is um, that it's for the most part, you are basically represent you're owning pieces of art. Yeah. They just happen to be on your body because a lot of these tattoo artists that that um decorate your body stephanie are ones that you love and support and love their art so it's like it's like owning pieces of art and if you think of like traditional viewpoints of beauty Mm -hmm. because i was just thinking like i don't think my tattoos add or subtract value but then i was like wait that's my point of view yeah people see tattoos and become disgusted or it or, lowers the value of the person in oh, their eyes. Oh, 100%. Like, you're like, remember growing up when we were still growing up, tattoos were still obviously very popular. Edgy. But it was like punks, edgy, grungy. Like, they're never going to get a say job. I that they're not so edgy anymore. They're, they're not, definitely not edgy. You know, like, how are you going to work at a bank if you have fucking tattoos? Like, I just remember my parents always being, being like, an office job. Good luck. And now it's like, it doesn't matter. You, and I remember when I was first working professionally, mm-hmm. I had to cover my, ta- I had to make sure my tattoos were covered. Yeah. And now, it doesn't matter it doesn't as long matter. as they're not offensive right as long as, as long as they're not offensive which i agree with too i mean i agree with that i i think that i think that if it's something that yeah i mean so I you're agree right i shouldn't ca- i it's not that i care it's just that i am concerned about how popular especially mm-hmm. like 
I love that we're using lip fillers as an example. Mm-hmm. How popular lip fillers are in our generation right now is right. insane. But at the same time, I'm over here getting tattoos, so I think you just helped me become less judgmental. Or you know, over over the human microblading. race, microblading, microblading tattoos. Um, over the human race, body modifications have been a sign of social and cultural and religious, ex- even religious like acceptance. And I'm not. I just I just think that in our era, there's certain things people feel like they need to do for acceptance, and it's just kind of with the with modern times, you know. Well, I would say my tattoos are like the most vain thing I do. The you most think? vain, the most vanity. Oh, if you think about Why it, do you think tattoos are vain? Well, they get attention. Okay. People talk about them. Yeah. I have always been insecure about my arms. I feel so much better with them now with tattoos on them. Yeah. Um, and it's self-indulgent. So it that is. to me is like vanity in itself. Well, buying art is self-indulgent. I, I mean, you are basically, huh. you basically are decorating a space or your body with beauty that serves no purpose other than to make you happy. And like self-indulgence not a bad thing, but it's self-indulgent. You're right. And people always ask me the meanings behind my tattoos. And for the most part, self-indulgence is important. There are no meanings to most, I would say. Yeah. 99% your of garden shears and Asa seem to have a meeting. Well, my garden shears are just like, I really love gardening. And I thought it was a badass design very much like I'll cut you. And it's like a delicate yeah. rose. And Edward says her hands could never obsessed. And then my sister's initials. Love the boot. Love the boot. The boot. I'm like new boot goofing. You have your sister's initials. I have my sister's initials. That's sweet. I have the rose for my sister and my bone. niece and Emily. Yeah. But Triple at the end of the threat. day, is that not just attention seeking? Stephanie, at the end of the the day, what about me is not attention seeking. So I'm nobody loves their sister like I love my sister. I have her fucking initials tattooed on my body. Right, right, right. (laughs) Like what what award am I gonna go for here? Right. Best sister award. (laughs) Yeah. I mean my tattoos are all dumb. My tattoos are all bullshit. There's the only one that I would keep is the one on my forearm. Um that is like the Roman numerals of the address of the house I grew up in. I know that sounds stupid when you say it, it out does. loud. And it sounds as douchey as it is it in real is, life. Yeah. Don't worry, you guys. 100%. It's just as douchey. But if we're being honest, as we usually are, I don't think I've ever said this before. Yeah. This is an exclusive. <laughs> no, but I've never even told, like, I don't even think I've told Emily. I've never told anyone before. Okay. But this Roman numeral baddie on my forearm here yeah. is the exact same placement as Roman numerals that my like biggest high school crush ever had, who I thought was like the supreme cool guy, no. supreme hottie. And if I could be like him, that would be great. Yeah. Brody Jenner has oh. Roman numerals on his forearm right here. And I remember thinking that placement was so sexy. Genius. And so when my parents decided to sell the house. I was so distraught because I love that house and we really grew up there. And yeah. I was so upset. So I went out and got this. Um, <laughs> I thought the Roman numerals would be better than just doing 1113. And so. Oh, but I love those numbers. I know. 1113. Spooky. So spooky. So. Yeah, thank you, Brody Jenner, and thank you, Mom and Dad, for selling the house for this tattoo. Because it's, I, I, I think of my childhood. I actually love this tattoo a lot. I'm not saying it's. I just it means a lot to me. The rest are stupid. The, my biggest regrets are my hand and potenza, which I have on my thigh, which is the dumbest thing in the planet. Well, I'm not gonna lie. It does kind of make you look cool, like edgy cool guy. I wish for work I didn't have this hand tattoo. I feel like a real chum when I'm shaking hands <laughs> with, with very important people. 
hey that's relative you know what i mean i know but <laughs> i'm just kidding I, it's like i quite literally deal with very important people and i feel when i shake their hand i always feel like i am that my tattoo i regret it i love the idea of hand tattoos like finger tattoos like i think it's so cool but guys i'm not cool enough yet to do that plus with ceramics it would just i think it would just fall right off of my hand it would become crystal clear at some point what would you get as your finger tattoos i don't know my sister got on her middle finger finger tattoos this bitch has tattoos everywhere in every hemisphere she has a finger tattoo on her middle finger yeah of a skull yeah with a bow in its hair love so when she flips people off it's a skull it's like i'm pretty i guess but bad she's hilarious i love that i would i want more like letters that spell out my things. sister's fucking taco tatted. bell i want taco <gasps> bell you on could my get fingers. that pause <laughs> Oh my god! Work joke. Sorry. Work joke. Had to take it off. Had air. to take it off air real quick. But <laughs> if you know me, oh my god! I want I want something tattooed on me of something that I manage. It would be perfect for eight letters. It would be so. I good. love that. Wow, that would be a good first impression. Oh, I really would. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Anywho, Z's. Um. Cool. So we I'm gonna, just I'm gonna say minutes. I'm gonna say body modifications. I want you to say smash or pass. How's You're this gonna, for a game? Okay. I'm going to say a body modification that one could get. And I want you, Stephanie, to take off the hat of diplomat and just as your true first knee-jerk reaction, smash or pass. Okay. okay? Septum piercing. That's in the nose, right? Is yeah, that septum is right here. Smash. Like the bull. Smash. Smash, you love that. Oh, when you a girl like has a septum it? piercing? Oh, especially if a girl has okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, eyebrow piercing. Ooh, dude. Smash or pass? I'm going to smash. You're going to like the eyebrow piercing. I think it's silly. I think it's a silly, silly. thing to do. And I think it it's says... It's an interesting place to pierce. Paramore had a hold on your life Whoa. at some point. You know? Yeah. But I got it's him where I want it right now. A guy with a guy with an a guy? Eye, a guy with an eyebrow piercing that's skinny any any. Yeah, yeah, skinny, yeah. Skinny, skinny. Yeah, Jack Skellington. Like Machine Gun Kelly. Travis Bark. I would er. even say Pete Davidson could pull it off. Oh, you guys, I'm into can't it. Can't with him. Okay. Can't with him. Okay. Um, gauges in the ears. Pass. Pass. You don't like the gauges. Guys, how, about a I tr- small, how about a small petite gauge? You guys, I did petite gauge. I tried gauging my ears in no. high school. No. Mm-hmm. I'm a poser you are beyond not belief. A, you're not a gauger. I petite gauge. I could never. I was such a poser. I don't think I could ever do it. I've had friends who have gauges. I think it looks hot if the guy is all... I, I like it on a guy. Sorry to sound sexist. We are, though. We're just being honest here. Yeah. Let's just be 100% honest. If you're offended, DM us. But I like it on a guy when it's like a smaller gauge and he's already alternative looking. Like, you could tell he ran a van store and, and yes. during Ventura College. Yes. I like that look on a yes. guy big time. I like it if it's also not just a disc. If it has like a spike, a small gauge gauge with it like that's spiking through right i'm interested okay next okay okay um also skinny skinny, skinny. nose <laughs> nose job and when i okay by the way just to help you out here stuff yeah when i dive into any plastic surgery this does not count if a woman has to get a mastectomy or if a woman has to get a boob God, job because no. of that well i don't God, want you to no. think like well well, yes, but you know me saving yes, the day. That's what I'm trying to say. Or like nothing. There was never an accident where they had to get. It's it's a pure vanity. So for pure vanity, it's pure vanity. So you're telling me this woman didn't have an absolutely atrocious schnoz. It's all relative. Yeah, I'm gonna pure say, vanity. I'm gonna say nose job. Smash. I'm saying no one broke their face. Okay, smash. 
smash you like a nose job? I don't, but I do what? because... I mean, I want a nose job. I'm not against nose jobs. I'm just shocked because you came in hot against plastic surgery. Now you're like, absolutely nose job. Well, here's the thing is I grew up in a family and we um, historically have giant noses. I was given a hybrid nose in between big and <laughs> How small. Lucky. My sister got my mom's nose. Bless her heart. I have my dad's nose mixed with my mom's. My dad's nose is an absolute honker of a fucking nose. Dude, just, I love a big we nose. We call on it a, man. a hook. Oh, a big nose on a man. Adam Driver. It's amazing. Women? I love a big nose on a woman. Um, what was the lady from my big fat Greek wedding? Big nose girl. I remember thinking she was fucking beautiful okay. when I watched that as a kid because okay. I liked her schnoz. You're right. And I really am not into the whole nose. I'm really not I into like it. I like a big nose. I don't care for Can like... Can I change it to pass? Yeah, you don't want a nose I job. don't want it. I'm going to get one. So pr- brace yourself. But then you won't have any character on your face. You're just going to look like what? Handsome. Perfect? For once. That's not cute. I want to be perfect. You are handsome, you freak bitch. I already have my nose picked out. Okay, next. Who's nose? Shia LaBeouf's nose. <laughs> okay. I feel like it would fit my face I really well. I also feel like there's a little doppelganger moment there. That's what you have to look for someone who has similar whatever, like similar Well, then I want um, January Jones' face, if you could just put that on my face. If you look up Shia LaBeouf's nose, that's the nose I want. Um, I am looking it up. Yeah, I think I would look really handsome in that nose, and I don't think it would look outlandish. I'm not trying to say, like, give me LaToya Jackson's nose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, his nose isn't, like, the small... It's not... I don't want a small nose. I just want a straight nose and not so, like, oval at the end. Okay. Do you Honestly, like that nose for me? Shia LaBeouf is so fucking hot. Okay, that's what I'm trying to be. So fucking hot. That's what I'm is trying he to be. not? Even Stevens was a pass, but everything after that is a smash. Nipple piercings. Ooh. Uh, like aesthetically? What, what do you mean? Like if like uh, what, I, I need to. What purpose does it serve for people? Oh, I just mean like, do I like them on other people or do I want one? Oh, this is just smash or pass about what you think is good or not smash yeah yeah man or woman like i like again i'm building out travis non, barker b- non-binary nipple I'm, Paris nipple. i'm, I'm Turn, building out okay so travis barker skinny skinny you look you need that to be you don't want a big you want you don't want fatty with it with no i'm being sizes but like you know when you just see the skinny rock, punk rocker boy he has the eyebrow he yeah. has the gauge i prefer a smaller gauge he has the nipple piercing. One, he used to manage. One? I want one. No, you want not one. a double. Not a double. Single. Can I tell one. you? How do you pick the nipple? Well, I'll tell you how. How? Okay. I think I've told you guys about this on the podcast before, but here we go for those who don't know. I have an abnormal nipple on my right side. I don't know if I've ever heard this. And this is brave. when I say <laughs> it is, it's not abnormal. It's just every time I get a physical, the doctor asks me if I've had my nipple pierced because the tip of it is split. <gasps> and so I've had three OBGYNs ask me if split I've split nip. I have a split nip. That's what Ace and I call it. My split nip. Can I ask It performs something? well, just like another nip. Sure. It does twice the work. <laughs> Can I ask something? Of course. You mean you have one areola and two little, little pencil erasers? No, it's like if you took a pencil eraser and cut it a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. As a dimple. You have a dimple. I have, it has a dip in it. A dip. It's like a chip dip. like A chip? Like, like a, a Frito. <laughs> like a Frito. Yeah. Wow. 
and i think it's cute i think it has style i think it has flair yeah i think i just showed it to bridget or it's somebody like a half else pipe. it is a little half pipe it is that's cute it's, it's like um i love that i think that's fun and a friend just told me we were just having this conversation at a public bar called topa topa brewing in ohio <laughs> and she was telling me she also has a split nip and i was like oh. i thought i was alone yeah so um you would pick the nipple that is most weird looking to pierce because it's Why? like well it's already damaged let's just i see let's get it going not to pull attention to it like tattoos where you'd put them on features you like for instance my calves my calves my stripes on my leg you're like i have hot calves there's no reason for people like what do those stripes mean nothing so why'd you, you get them no calf. reason i calf. want to draw your eyes to my favorite body part on me which are my legs hot literally okay next body mod i tell people it's like a racing stripe on a car you just do it because you want those curves to look sexy and then you scarred the fuck out of one of the lines yeah you got a real chunk taken out I got of your literally shin. Got a chunk taken on my shin doing box jumps and i missed you never considered getting it filled in no because kind of, it's kind of like a serve like i did crossfit serve it's kind of a serve then you can talk about crossfit see people are yeah. always looking for a way to talk, to talk about, about CrossFit. crossfit yeah which so i don't do anymore no but you have a way to talk about it crossfit was very it's, it's a cold well obviously it's a cult and <laughs> I just, I have never been fitter than when I did CrossFit, so I'm not going to bag on it that much because it's a fabulous workout. But the only difference is while I was doing CrossFit, I was also a personal trainer at the time. So I was very aware. You were sick in the head. Well, no, I was very aware of form. The thing that concerns me about CrossFit is that they do not give a fuck about form. Most of the time, they're just like, do it fast and win and lift the heaviest. And they actually encourage what they call like, oh, Uncle Rabdo came to visit, they call it. It's like some some thing you could get where you work out so hard that the toxins build up and like destroy something in you. Like well, you get physically ill. Exactly. So they the like try, they try to encourage that in some CrossFit communities, which is wrong. And so I just feel like it worked out for me because I didn't really get I didn't fuck up my form because I knew what form I was supposed to do because I studied on it but I worry about people doing CrossFit because the trainers aren't always how watching many, how many times did you and I do CrossFit twice did I go to that gym twice I think twice? we did it twice early in the morning I... before the podcast and it was dark. early friendship vibes it was dark out Cody. and I came and picked you up dark out dark out can't imagine doing that now I ran laps in Miner's Oaks in the dark yeah. And can I tell you that I have never hated a workout more mm. than those two workouts? I love CrossFit. Actually, the CrossFit in Ojai, they care about form. But I just know, generally speaking. So what other body mods should we talk about? Should we move on? Or are you like, I'm kind of enjoying just this natural movement of conversation versus yeah. yesterday which I, felt so stagnant oh yeah we recorded and so i just want to point out that we have now been talking as long as we talked yesterday before what a different vibe what a different we cut 20 minutes that you'll never hear or i see. was i was pretty okay with it and cody was like trying to make his case to me and he goes i was bored and i was like wow well fuck you we just hung out for 20 minutes and you were bored i i cody wasn't bored I, the listener, was bored. I have to, when I'm recording, I think of both of these people. You think of Cody the listener and Cody the speaker. Yeah, and I was imagining myself listening back and I was like, this is not catching my attention. Speaking of listening. What? We should have everyone listen to our ad this week. Oh, let's do it right now. Cody. Yeah? Do you remember how it felt 
in March of 2020. I, re- I remember how I felt, and I almost wish that I had documented it better because looking back now it was like such an impactful time. I know. I don't think I really processed that experience. When we were doing the podcast during that time, it was mostly out of entertainment for other people to keep people distracted and enjoying some part of their day. But it was such an, an insane experience collectively for all of us. And to take time to have some introspect and apply it to art is something that local poet Corey Soto did in his new book, Years. That's right. Corey started a morning routine of writing down how the pandemic was going in the very beginning, and it turned into a book of poetry. It's a collection of autobiographical prose poems at the beginning of the pandemic, adjusting to the new reality, transitioning to remote work, getting laid off, separation, and ends with the tragic passing of three family members due to the virus, plus everything in between. I'm going to pick up a copy because I think it's just such a great time capsule in such an intimate experience that Corey is willing to give to all of us and shares things that maybe you and I didn't actually experience. I never was laid off. I never lost someone to the virus, thankfully. But I think it's important collectively to not forget those losses that happened during this time. Exactly. I totally agree with you. Plus, you can relate to plenty of it to a certain extent because we are all going through so much of similar things together, adjusting to new life of isolation. And not only can you purchase his new book, Years, but you could also meet him and hear a reading on Friday, August 26th at 6.30 p.m. at... How do you pronounce this bookstore stuff? Tambor Books. It's in Ventura in Midtown, right next to Seeing Sun Coffee. They will be extending their hours. So you can get a coffee, you can get a snack, and you can enjoy the bookstore. One of my very favorite local bookstores, Tambor, which is actually owned and operated by Megan Sexton and Kyle Mirai, two people that are very near and dear to my heart. So you can drop by Tambor on Friday at 6.30 p.m. That's this Friday, August 26th at 6.30 p.m. Pick up a book, listen to a reading, and support a local author. We'll see you there. And we're back. And we're back. Now I'm excited about my nose. I'm going to save up for it. <laughs> I Well, I need to get the septum fixed because it's getting worse every day. Right. People get nose jobs by saying that they have sleep apnea. Is that what you're going to do? Your insurance will cover it. That's what I mean. I My insurance is going to cover the the septum part and so it's probably going to be cheaper just to get the just get it all done to get the cosmetic part done you know but i genuinely genuinely you, genuinely you really are going to get your nose done well i need to do something about my septum because it's getting worse every day and it's giving i'm learning i'm getting sinus pressure headaches because it's like really pushing well it's fix that bad. but i don't think you should do anything to your nose just a little no. i just need to buff it out a little what bit if, what if they know? fuck up they fuck up yeah then what if they fuck up i'm nervous about that too just get your septum fixed listen why anything everybody's else? telling me your about the botox they just hit one wrong thing and you've got the dead eyes or you got the droopy eyes yeah, but look at you and i've never looked better look at you i know it's upsetting i almost texted kaylee i've never looked better i you almost have to admit i almost texted kaylee and blair today and said it's upsetting how good cody's fucking face looks I after know. that botox I know. and by the way i work in that same building so i was just i know fucking thinking about the med spa all day today my favorite place on earth is that med spa i'm gonna go back for more <sighs> it's gonna become it. my thing i can't do it just twice a year i can't do it twice a year i can't why 
Because it's a dangerous path, man. I know. And. But I've never looked better. How am I supposed to judge you and other people if I get Botox too? Yeah. How? How can I hold them? I'm a moral high ground kind of girl. I love to be on the top of my horse Mm -hmm. and it's a high one. Yeah. Okay. Now imagine if that horse didn't have a single wrinkle. My sister's listening to this right now. Like finally she admits it. She thinks she's better than everyone. I love, I love authenticity. Here's the thing, guys. If I do that. Yeah. Then I'm getting a nose job too. You don't need a nose job. Oh, I do, baby. Oh, baby. That's the Uh -uh. thing about plastic surgery is that you never think other people need it. So here's the thing. Kaylee takes videos of us during the workout, which I'm fine with because I like the promotional content. I think her reels are so fun and great. And I want her to show people. I don't care. I'm like a fool. I'm a clown. She's also open. If you feel uncomfortable, you could cut it out. Oh, 100%. She'll cut, it, and she'll cut you out. She's also very much Amy Poehler Mean Girls, making sure that all the, like, she's making sure you look good. She's a look cool hot. mom and is, yeah. She's making sure your angle's right. So she took this video of me doing rows. And let me tell you, my body was fucking popping off. I showed multiple yeah. girlfriends. I said, look at yeah. this body popping off. First of all, I was sweating like a motherfucker. I looked, I looked so glowing. Ugh. Okay. I looked so hot. I was in my tank top. So everything was tight. I had my bike shorts on. Everything was tight. And I looked guys on point, dude. I was like, why would I ever feel bad about that? Right. So I look back at that video. Also, when I'm working out in her class and I see myself in the mirror, I'm like, I look so athletic. Why do I have insecurities? Like you're popping off, bitch. I won't even look in the mirror when I'm over there. Oh, I love it. And today, though, I didn't. But that's okay. So yeah, it's like it depends on the rowing, though. It's it's a profile. And I told I think I was telling Bridget, I was like, look at my body popping off. I hate my profile. My nose looks atrocious. But who cares? My body Turn to the side. Let me look at you. I like your nose. It bends down. It's a little beakish. How about this? Wait, because of the it's septum. It's a little beakish. It's not. Do it again. It's not. It is. You know it, who will tell me the truth? It could sister? go. It could go, but just a little bit. Just. You know what I mean? It's, if it's I'm, got if a I'm little, being nitpicky. Like I would. It has a little bend down. Yeah, it does. You see it. But it's Thank not. You for being it's honest. not. It's not what you it's probably see. It's not atrocious. See. No one no, cares. But it's like probably not how you see it. No, I see it as this appendage that is like. How about this? Because I have the deviated symptom. I have a different profile depending on which way I'm looking, which is so annoying. In one way, it looks okay. What's your side? What's your best side? I, I can never remember. I hate. I resent people you. that know my side. I know. Oh. <laughs> As what? I go, I can tell you, go, I hate oh, no, I resent I meant, people who know my side. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I meant I resent people who know their side because I wish I knew mine. I just, people are like, no, I'm taking a picture on this side. I go, well, I hope this is my side because I can't remember. I know my side based on I don't think I have smile one. and hair. I don't think I have one. You have every side is good for you, babe. I'm looking at a picture. my side is like face down, ass up. That's how I that's look the, the way best. we like to fuck. Yeah, that's, that's probably my best. <laughs> Give me angle. your profile. Okay. One side is okay. The other side is terrible frightening hideous i look like um, a monster i look like a a um puffin mm. not mm. a penguin but a puffin. a puffin like a harsher beak even. okay okay i don't know which side this is but okay side one do it again do it again do it again okay so your left side you li- mean? so your left side's slightly harsher than your right. It's tough. It really is like uh, uh, it's like angular. So when you take a photo, yeah. you want someone on your left so that you angle your head to the right. Perfect. And then as long as they make good eye contact cuz if there's a photo, it's like a paper bag over my head with two eye holes situation at this point. Great. Yeah. It is. It's so smooth. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of plastic surgery, you know how the weekend did that whole thing with Ugh. his plastic surgery? Yeah. Stop. You know, I love him. 
I love him. He's okay. like my guy. Sorry. I'm He's sorry. Like, I mean, yes. I've been his biggest fan since he was Are you starting. being funny? No, I love... You're a fucking motherfucking star boy? Stephanie. Uh, 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 uh. You're Stephanie. a motherfucking star boy? Yeah, I am. That's so embarrassing. Okay. I love The weekend. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I don't... I will die on this hill and I will be unashamed. I love The weekend. Not on the cross, on the I hill. Th- yeah. I'll, I will be running up that hill. <laughs> I'll be making a deal with God. Okay. I love The weekend. Okay. I loved his Super Bowl per- performance. Yeah. I've always listened to him. I think he's iconic. I think he's handsome. I think his voice is like butter. Okay. I love him. He was my number one Spotify guy last year. No, he wasn't. Not even guy. Just, like, my listen, number one artist last year. You just like year. listen all the time to him. Yeah. Why didn't I know this? When we did the Super Bowl thing, you did not say all this. Uh I'll bet you $20 I did. You said you're a huge fan, but like I, in that minute, I thought you were being hyperboyle, whatever that word is. What is it? Hyper. <laughs> I don't know that word. Hyper- Hyperbole? Hi- I thought, Hyperbole? I thought you were being My- like you in that moment of just being like, this is everything. I love him so. You know how extreme. you are extreme. Extreme. I didn't realize it was real. It was real. Like I genuinely love Like if the, the wind weekend. switched, you might not like the w- weekend anymore. The wind don't switch on the weekend. Okay. There's certain things in my life the wind don't switch on. And it, the weekend is one. He's in that. He's in that small, small, small group. Small group. Okay. Of things that the wind don't switch on. Okay. Yes. He's in there. I'm listening. Um, it would take a, it would take a lot. It would take like a scandal. You would probably like that. You'd no, find that it iconic. Depends, it depends on the scandal. If it if it was a Jeffrey Epstein or an OJ Simpson scandal, I'd be out. Well, I mean, OJ wasn't tried as guilty. So he felt tried. <laughs> So listen, get to it. I couldn't believe my eyes <laughs> when a targeted ad comes onto my Instagram. When? Last night. Okay. About one Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights, an event that I've always wanted to enjoy and have never gone to. And I'm going this year. With who? I don't give a fuck. Oh, I was going to say, I'll go. God. Will you come? Yes. Joe already said yes. Oh, I'm not come going. Come with Joe and I. Mm. Okay. So... I'm going because they do like different whatever is the popular scary movie of the year. They'll do that maze. You know, they have like multiple mazes to walk through and they scare you. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe my eyes. Couldn't. The, the weekend has his own maze and he created the music for it. And it's all the plastic surgery people with the bandages over him coming out. And it's based on his album. And I'm like, I have chills right now because I feel like. You're a fan My boy. nipples are hard. My, oh my pierced God. nipples are hard. I'm like, cannot believe it. Cody. I do not like concerts. I don't want to go see The weekend live. I don't give a fuck. You don't like concerts or you've never been to one? I've been to concerts. Like I think what? they're stupid. You hear the worst versions of the songs. If you want to hear the <laughs> you best. You like the studio cut. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> version of the song that they have. I don't think anyone's ever. Okay, so what concerts have you been to? I went, my first concert was the Beach Boys at the Ventura County Fair. Too dead old. Ass, dead no. ass. I went to Stick Figure, which is a reggae no. band at Ventura Theater. I went to, I can't remember what they're called, but I went to this awful one at Ventura Theater. Okay. I can't remember what the band is, but they are yeah. great music. When I listened to them after on Spotify, I loved it. In person, I was like, these people suck. Okay. You listen to Rihanna singing live? She doesn't know how to sing live. She sounds like a walrus when she's singing live okay. on her albums are fabulous. You're talking, you're, you are talking stadium tours with when you say Rihanna. 
But the Ventura Majestic Theater yeah. could have had terrible acoustics. The sound guy could have been bad. I just think that you haven't been to a good concert. Because a good concert, I have wept. I have cried. I have rejoiced. Me too. I wasted so much money. No. Like when for, when I saw... Okay, the first Florence concert... Florence the Machine. Don't make fun of the weekend if you're coming at me with Florence I'm just the saying, machine. the first concert I ever went to where I cried was Florence and the Machine. Witchcraft. I love her. It was just epic, right? And it was just like so holy. Like, I am not religious, but I was like, this is it spiritual. Feels, her <laughs> like, music is, is Gregorian. Yes. She ran out on stage in this gown with no shoes on and I just bawled, okay? She is a forest witch. I like her 100%, a lot. Not to mention, she had 30 people on stage. The machine was literally like 30 people and it's all different instruments. Imagine if it had been like a Roomba. It just... <laughs> after all that. <laughs> well, some people do just bring a DJ, okay? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I just think you need to go to a good concert, Cody. We're going to take you to a good concert soon. But not like the weekend, like a good concert. (laughs) Because I do think a stadium concert... He would not be good live, I bet. I just think a stadium concert's hard. Like, I'm going to see Lizzo on stadio. No, that excites me. Well... Not to mention, like... I'd go to a rap concert. Not Lizzo's not rap, but I'm no, saying... No, rap is weird. I was thinking about when you told me you are going to Lizzo and the buildup, I thought you were about to say Megan The Stallion, and I got really jealous. I would go to a rap concert. I would go see Megan The Stallion. I've been to rap, and they don't... They have a track playing. Oh. And... They don't always rap every word. Because it's a lot to rap. It's a lot to rap and it's especially like exhausting. Those fa- especially those fast rappers like it's, Megan. It's exhausting. Yeah. And not to mention they have like a lot of like either backup singers and or like track singing. Interesting. And it's not lip singing at all, but it's like it's not always the best live music. No, because don't. it's like because it's a beat. So they have basically a DJ putting the beat on and then they okay. have backup singers singing what like What do you want a full orchestra? The full machine? It's just different. I can imagine why it's a full different. machine with Florence felt really like, great. And then I saw Leon Bridges at the oh, wow. Santa Barbara Bowl and I was disappointed in that show only because like his music to me is very intimate club worthy. So it's like venue mm. is so That's important. That's what I was just going to say. Now don't get me wrong. I like live music. I do not like concerts. I like live music. I love seeing Hannah Jobis perform. Yeah. There's certain things she sings that I get chills and I, I shut the fuck up when I'm talking to my friends to actually pay attention and yeah. listen. I like more intimate settings of live music where I, I like live music at a dinner. I like uh. not to like name drop a cool experience, but I think I've already talked about it. But Selena Gomez like sang to this really cool underground bar I was at one time, and there was probably see that I would consider that, that a really, show though. I would consider that like a would live. You? Yes. Well, it was spontaneous. There was music playing, and Prince had just died. I think two days before. This is epic. I have chills. Are you sure you it talked was, about this before? I think so. Selena? I don't know. Selena buns out Wiener, but I gotta keep an out for Selena. Wait, that song came on. <laughs> Kaylee's today and, and Kaylee and I were dying because Buns I out wiener, wiener. <laughs> but I got to keep an out for Selena and I told I told Kaylee if you can't rhyme wiener with Selena Selena then well, I don't want to know you doing? yeah you're not <laughs> really rapping Nikki yeah no we were I was dating this guy I was dating this guy in West Hollywood and um we did not go out clubbing he was not my clubbing boyfriend I had no but no, we would go to these really cool things. Like we went to Magic Castle. Have you heard of that? Melissa is obsessed with Magic Castle. Has she been? Yeah. It's trippy. And it's like, I had to like go buy shoes for it because none of my shoes were allowed. Like it was so weird. And then um, 
we we just go to like these random little underground things. We went to this bar under this like speakeasy underneath Hollywood Boulevard. It was in a basement. And I'll never forget the bartender looked like Courtney Love and I thought she was really cool looking and I just like it was very cool and this band was playing and then Selena Gomez, I heard she was there because like there was buzzes like I thought I saw Selena Gomez and she's here. And um Yeah. She's semi talented at singing. She was beautiful. She sang um Acting on the other hand. She sang she sang Prince. I don't think so. She like covered a Prince song. She she just sang one song in his honor and the whole bar shut the fuck up. Well, and let Selena Gomez sing. That's amazing. I okay, wish I had been famous, more sober for that because that was like a, such a moment where I was like, you know, 10 feet away from her singing. It was crazy. I think that's like the ultimate famous goal of being able to like give that to a whole audience that night. Now mm-hmm. everyone has that story. Very spontaneous, like being able to show up and be like, I'm going on to sing. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, you are. And then just yeah. own the night. And that sense is like yeah. intimate. If you were famous, would you not want to be able to do that? She sang Purple Rain. Thank you. Ugh. It just came to me. And she, it was one of those things. The band didn't change. The singer just let her do her thing. So like she told the band like, hey, do you guys know Purple Rain? Well, a Could lot of imagine? those. Yeah. A lot of those bands are so fucking good at what they do. Like it's insane. They can play anything. Yeah. That was cool. Well, amazing. I'd like to see Lana Del Rey in an intimate setting. An Am intimate. I the biggest cringe that I'm Lana Del Rey and The Weeknd's biggest fan? No, Lana held a very personal like place in everyone's heart in like 2010. 2010, 2012. When I first moved out on my own for the first time, um, Born to Die was on repeat. And every time I hear anything from the album, I just think about being young and independent for the first time. One last thing about The Weeknd. Okay. I think it sums it up the best. I a think meme. everyone's going to ask you to be done at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a meme <laughs> that I saw, a meme that I saw sums it up the best of, as to why I like him. And it's that The Weeknd makes music for haunted strip clubs. And I'm like, no wonder I like it. It's spooky and sexy. Okay, but Weeknd and Lana DeRay are very similar in, they a, are. in, a, in a flip of the coin situation. They are. They're brooding, they're brooding and moody. And different, obviously, genres, but it's very similar. I don't know. They both, yeah. I don't what know. What would you very say similar. the weekend's genre is? The weekend's pop. genre, definitely not pop. I would say the weekend genre is it's not um, rap. Haunted strip club. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. That's like perfect to describe it that way. Okay. Yeah. So is that your? The Hills by the Weekend is one of my all-time favorite songs. Like up there, top five. I think that song's good. Right. I only called you when it's half. Oh I listened my to that god, song. that song's a banger. I listened to that song crying, driving home because a guy forced himself on me in his jeep after a date. That's in the upsetting. Parking lot by the pier. That's really upsetting. I'm sorry. It's okay. It, that song helped me get through it. So that song and also Drake's song "Coming Home" mm-hmm. are songs that I would put on a queue on repeat. Like literally, this is sick. I don't know why I do this, but I can do this. You love Drake. When I used to work out on an elliptical. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love ellipticals. I miss doing that. I fuck with ellipticals. I would put Good for the I would put the hills that <laughs> yeah, song yeah, yeah. on five times in a row. Uh-huh. Because it's to the beat and you can just imagine gliding yep. to that song. I'm imagining it. And then coming home from Drake, also just gliding mm. on that song and repeat for five songs in a row. Just like mm. guys. Love. It's so good. I'm not a Drake fan. That's I'm, okay. I'm a young Drake fan. His recent stuff's kind of annoying. Like, he just whines. And I'm like, okay, babe. When hasn't he been whining? Well, I... I do like Hotline Bling. And you know what I really like? The memes? No. What? I need a one dance. 
Got a Hennessy in my Yeah, but do you know why you like that song? I don't know. Because it's Him not and really Rihanna him. were like kind of dating when they wrote that song. And yeah. he bought that billboard for her. Sorry, I'm like a Drake Rihanna like... Wow, I'm coming in hot it. with that scare pop culture. I'm into, I'm okay. into them. <laughs> okay. And Rihanna recently came out and said that none of her exes are like happy in happy relationships. Is she with ASAP Rocky or I, my nuts? No, she They're is. having a child together. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, because someone asked her, these reporters have the audacity to ask the most ridiculous things to celebrities. They said like, Rihanna, don't give a fuck. She'll tell you. A hundred percent. She's probably like smoking weed and being like, so I think the question was along the lines of like, you know, you've had a lot of like celebrity relationships and they haven't all worked out. Like, what are you like? Are you the problem or are they the problem? You know, Mm. that kind of question. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm in a happy, healthy relationship, bringing a child into the world. None of them are. Except Chris Brown is like repopulating the earth. So I know you don't like these and I don't particularly like them either. What? But she's a billionaire. I know. I'm I, that's why when she became a billionaire, I was None like, of I her think exes I'm, can say that. I'm out. None of her exes can say that. Yeah, but I don't think she's a billionaire in a shady way. I think she might be I think of all the billionaires in the world, she might be my favorite. I need to know what she's doing with those bills. Smoking a ton of weed and having a baby. Because if you become a billionaire, it means you're not giving enough money away. Hey, speaking of giving money away, freaking Sleepy Joe just signed an executive order about the fucking student loan debt. Hadn't he been promising that for quite some time? I mean, he goddamn ran his campaign on it, I feel like. And does that affect you? Yes. Are you so happy? Well, you basically were just gifted 10 grand. No, it's I mean, I don't know how it works because I don't do school or believe in it. It's quite it's going to be quite a mess because there's millions and millions and millions and millions of people in America that are struggling with student loan debt. So it's going to be a disaster. However, I do qualify for debt forgiveness. And since I did community college for so long and then did two years at Cal State Channel Islands, which basically is like... A lot of people qualify. I was shocked to see that when it was... If you have to make under 125 grand... On your own or or if it's combined, it's 250. So it's like... Damn, that's a lot of people. Oh, oh, 100%. That's a lot of people. And if you do the Pell Grant, which a lot of people do. However, I must say, (laughs) I am one of the lucky ones where this will completely wipe out my debt. (gasps) That's really exciting. I just got chills. But it's because I did multiple years at community college, paid all that off. Wow. And then out of pocket, you know? Yeah. And then when I went to Cal State Channel Islands, Mm -hmm. I did have to take out student loans, but only for two semesters. Mm. And at that time, Cal State Channel Islands is like, it's obviously a public school, but it you're getting a private school experience because it's such a small school. And so like each class is 30 people. You got really close with all your professors. We got to do so many cool trips that were paid for. Like I didn't have to pay a dime. Yeah. And so I think I I graduated with like 13, but I paid for my last semester out of pocket because I worked, I was just like putting myself through school. And so I graduated with like 12 K and debt. mm -hmm. Mm. And I'm below 10 grand and because of the pause too, like we've been able to pay off without having any interest because they've been pausing I can't it believe since they put COVID. Interest on it, like, well, you know how many people I know that are paying them. So there's a minimum amount. You when you graduate, it's like a credit card. There's a minimum amount and there's interest. Well, yeah, when you graduate and you get a job, yeah. you get to claim your income, and then they change the amount you pay. Because like when I graduated, they expected me to pay 150 dollars a month, and I was like, that's insane. 
At the time, yeah. 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 Well, even now I couldn't do that. And so I like put in my income and they lowered it. But at that rate, and most people I know, let's say the minimum fee is $50. They've been paying $50 a month for five years and their loan is more money now than it was when they graduated college. Sorry, Bridget, that created a belch out of me. So that's that's obviously the issue. So this is the biggest issue with student loan for people who never went to college and think, um, you know, you chose to go to college. Why should our tax dollars go to like reducing your debt? Like all that stuff. Like I understand that point of view because you think like I chose a different path. I didn't willingly put myself into debt. That's what people say, right? Yeah. You willingly put yourself into debt, right? Yeah. But it's so unfair and disadvantaged the amount of money you have to pay to become educated in this country. Stupid. Not to mention like just any of those listeners that feel that way. Just a reminder. We need skilled labor that is educated labor in this country. It is a requirement to keep society going just as trade labor is just as people working at McDonald's. There's so much shit that should not be charged in the world. Just becoming a mechanic, like all those things are super valuable and super necessary. Yeah. So like while you chose, you know, to go a different path and not get student loan debt, the doctor that has $200,000 worth of student loan debt had to become a doctor because we already have a doctor and nurse shortage in this country. It's about Mm. to get really bad. But the weight of student loan on people creates depression, which is an impact on society, which causes more of your taxes because of the health issues that come along with stress and depression. Not to mention, it's just, it's like, it's such a... I am very okay with my taxes going towards relieving student debt because I agree with you. I am anti... When I I always say that I'm like anti-education and college. When I say education, I mean college. Yeah. I don't mean, you know, before There's so many ways to get educated, too. It's not just college. But I see the necessity of it. What I really am, if we're breaking it down like this, I'm so against how much it costs because I think it is completely bullshit that textbooks cost $250. More. Stupid. It's a racket. Stupid. Stupid. It's a monopoly too. Stupid. So they just with things that you could just look up nowadays online. They just. Well, they also not to say online is education, but it can be. All I'm saying is, I would rather my tax dollars go towards people's education, not even a leaving debt, but even if like a chunk of our taxes went towards educators in general, so that people who are developing the minds of our next generation, I'm talking even elementary school. There's a shortage of teachers. If taxes went towards education, I would prefer my money to go there than how much money is going towards law enforcement. Well, think about this. Okay, law enforcement. Great example. Let's just say it takes, what, eight? How many months to become a fucking cop? I think you do a BuzzFeed quiz and they no. put a badge on you. I think it's literally six to like 12 months. So maybe uh-huh. a year at max. I've heard eight. Eight sounds, eight sounds familiar. Eight to 12, right? To become a teacher, you have to do four years of university plus student teaching credits to become a teacher in this country, right? You mm-hmm. have to become certified. That's four years. You probably make the amount a cop makes on his first day. For the rest of your career, you make maybe 50K a year. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you want some pencils and erasers? No, th- you go buy them up, yourself. Put, yeah, go put it on your debit right. card. So there's really no, 
besides being an incredible person and like really having a passion for it, like people like Bridget who listens and Jordan Santa Maria, who's going to become a teacher and a ton of friends of mine, actually, unless you really Megan Rose, like unless you have a real passion to do it and you're like good with kids and this is like what you're there's no motivation to go be a teacher especially in you're not signing up for the most lucrative job you're signing up for something that's going to provide a lot of fulfillment to your to you maybe but the the parents these days and like the insane amount of Mm -hmm. so i'm just like for people to look down on like student debt It's like, what about these? What about your third grade teacher who your son came home excited about a project who's crippling student loan debt is like hanging over her? How dare, how dare, how dare Republicans want to put weapons in the classroom? Sorry, I just am like now thinking, how dare they? Because these teachers are not paid enough to deal with that bullshit. Well, it's just, uh, I mean, like, I don't want to have to be armed to protect, like, the bar I work at that's or something. Bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. It's weird because if you... You're meet, just trying to teach someone about Washington Irving. You're not trying to protect a class with a firearm. This is the dumbest thing in the... Oh, my God. I know. It's scary. I hate guns. It is insane. And it's also insane to think, like, when you... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just shook my can of our drink because I'm like, yesterday we did not perform well for the podcast which we talked about and and today we are drinking higher alcohol volume can i tell you guys drinks, something? and now i'm going off about gun violence <laughs> hey it's your opinion this is a I podcast just, I'm, my stomach is turned by um by the protections guns have over the protections of human beings and things yeah and okay I'm just, um so yesterday well, first of all, I just would like to say that Cody and I have been on a tear. We have been summer living, summer loving, La Vida Loca. We've had a like, good summer. We've had an incredible... I really have. Every single weekend I've lately, had an incredible year. It's been so fun. We've had an incredible year. Yeah. Haven't yeah, we? You know what? Because... We said we were going to. This has been the year that we've cracked open out of the cocoon that was 2020. So, when I say that, I mean like events driven. I remember from social engagement September until like February your girl was like not drinking I I was like feeling so great and I think I was like maybe having a, a drink every time I record though and I was Does talking make the show better I was talking to my friend about that today and I said we tried last night we raw dogged it it did not go well mm. and she was laughing and she was like so do you think that there's an issue if you need to have a drink of alcohol to perform on the podcast. And I said, well, when we used to do it on Friday mornings at 9 a.m., yeah. we had a blast. It was still super fun and silly, but we had caffeine. It was like the morning. Like, why would we ever drink or get high? Like, that's so weird. We would never do right. that. And so when it switched to evenings, I mean, you know, you've seen me. I've had a very hard time with it. Yeah, I was like, in the me, beginning, I mean, in the beginning of the year, I was like canceling recordings and I was like very grumpy about it. And like, I'm very antisocial in the evenings. It's your time. It's my time. And so I was just like, it's so embarrassing to admit that I do need a drink to do this in the I don't evenings. I think that's embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing or not even embarrassing. I think it's something to consider. It's to if consider. you if you need a drink to do everything. Yeah. But, but I think that my... this is a happy hour vibe. We meet after work yes. for both of us. Yes. And I don't necessarily want to hang out with friends after work unless I'm doing a hike or a happy hour. Guess what? Say... We can't record while we're hiking. And so this is a happy hour for us. I don't think it's a problem. I'm not drinking right now either. I'm drinking while we're recording. Yeah. I only 
I was going to say my only real social engagement every week is the podcast. And so it's like my happy hour moment. Yeah. And then sometimes even we go to Tope after, which is like so fun for me because I never get out on the weekdays. Is that an invite? Maybe. I told myself I was going okay, on a no, run tonight. You're going on a run tonight. And I'm yeah. going to take on I'm a on a running walk. schedule. Okay. It's really good for my knee. My knee's been feeling... I know that Are you, you just, being funny? No, you just grimaced. But I'm being serious that I've, I've figured out what's wrong with my knee. And I've healed myself. Oh, good. No, well, I mean, like, uh, today we were doing jumping jacks and high knees in Kaylee's class. I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing high knees. My ankles, my knees, like, mm, all my joints are so fucked that. up right now. So I'm trying, but I'm just walking at night. So we'll see. Oh, how, uh, like, auto? Yeah, we do, like, two miles, two to That's three miles. Great. Yeah. I just, like, had this realization that my knee has done this two times years um, ago that happened on my birthday where it popped out of its socket and this was years ago and i was like okay hey, it happened those two times and then it just stopped happening now it's happening again what what gives like why why has this happened because you're not running well <laughs> i'm just not being active i you, think about, you haven't been as active as you have in the past i have not been active i have not been active are you kidding me but back then, when it used to happen, it happened two times. That's when I was not working out, but I was just strictly bulimic. And that's uh, good for you. And so I, <laughs> I trigger warning, but I was just full on bulimic. I was in my, that was the peak of my bulimia, and I was not working out whatsoever because I was just like puking everything. And then now I'm not working out and I'm not bulimic, but I'm just like not, there's no muscle that's like, holding my shit together right no 100 that's it and so i'm just like i've been going on these runs and the first run i was like this is maybe a bad idea i've been trying to run every day and i've been doing good keeping mm. up on that for over a week now yes. and i just have to say my knees never felt better it's fixed it's getting fixed I, you have muscle memory i was fit for so many years or at least active for so many years where um muscle was a huge yeah. joy, enjoyment for me to yeah. build and um, I think that my body's responding really well to me running again. So I'm trying to keep up because my knee is feeling really good about it. I've had a hip injury going on the third week now, which has been miserable. Mm -hmm. And I think I figured it out too. Like the muscle that I think I overdid yeah. is definitely feeling better. But I think my hip's out of place. I need to go to chiropractor. I'm convinced. Be. Yeah, it could be. And I had this issue in high school when I was playing sports a lot. And I think since I just cranked into Kaylee's and been doing yoga so much with Kaylee, like I think it's a similar injury, like same way where it's just like overworked and then also out of alignment. Right. Because there's been some times where I'm taking a step and I literally feel like my hip is like, like one of those moments where you're like, holy fuck, like I'm, right. I'm going to fucking fall or like everything is like, right. it's like a weird feeling of, well, your muscles, your muscles are like, think of them as egomaniacs and they want, they want to do it. They're like, I got it. I'll do it. I'll handle the brunt of this. I got this. But then they get the hurt. joints are like, I can do it, but I don't really not. want to. And not. so when you don't have muscle and you, you're not training yourself and you're not being active or going on walks or going on or, or weightlifting or whatever you need to do, swimming is great. I just feel like your joints have to carry the burden that is you. And that doesn't always work out in your favor and your muscles who are no longer there should be invited back because they, they enjoy to. it they and to. they like to do it. Which my hip is my hip honestly is an issue. It always has been. And yoga has been like helping, but also I don't know. It's you would think that 
with yoga it would have strengthened but i feel like i've just been pushing it pushing it pushing it over the edge and it just was like i'm gonna pop out real quick mm. but anyways okay so this week i'm doing the bravo universe however oh, shit yeah because we're getting we've had too much fun i cannot believe it's been I an hour and i can't believe we're doing it's not been an hour it's 55 we haven't even hit our notes I know we've had so I've had so much fun. I'm upset. <laughs> this is like great. I'm upset that as long as we want. I would I, love to go another hour, but we can't. We have to do the Bravo Universe. Well, okay. Can I tell you something though? What? I don't want to be timed. I just want it to be okay. a fun conversation. Go for it. I like that. You we, you don't need rules. I need rules. You don't. I get it. Okay. So this weekend was Cousins Week. See, I haven't talked about anything. This weekend was Cousins Weekend in L.A. So before. Um, I used to just make Amanda come see me all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we didn't see each other that much. And not to mention, every time we saw each other, she came to me, which is like rude. And yeah. then Sammy started. It's not the rudest thing to make people come to Ojai, California. Sammy moved back from Ireland and she was coming to Ohio a lot. Yeah. And so then I was like, fuck, like, I've had this realization, like, I need to get out of my shell. Like, I am so stuck to Ojai. And so I've been trying, we've been trying to do it every other month. Mm. And we've been so good this month. I think we missed one or two months of the year so far, but we've seen each other every month. Can I tell you, I really like your cousins. I'm obsessed with them. I love them a lot. They're so cool. Okay. Anyway, so I went to Cousins Weekend in LA and one of our goals was to get drunk by a pool. One of our goals was- Love that goal. One of our goals was to binge watch reality TV. Love that goal. You're just a regular degular weekend for your boy. I know. And then the other goal, which you won't care for, was to go to two bookstores. Yeah, I'd rather die. So. How about a dispensary in a sex store? It. We did go to a dispensary. Okay. Work. Um, But we were, and my girls, my girls in LA. <laughs> yeah. These bitches, like you would not think, but what? they watch so so much reality TV. Why wouldn't you think? They're cool. And only cool people watch reality TV. Go <laughs> okay, with it. Facts. So Sammy and I were together months ago for my sister's baby shower staying at my grandma's. And we were looking through reality TV shows. I was like, let's watch Trash TV. And every single show she had seen already. And I was pissed. Mm, happens. Pissed. Happens. So we watched something dumb. No, we, we got obsessed with um, the show I was talking to you about. Real Housewives of New York. No. Before we watch Selling Tampa. Oh, Selling Tampons. So, yes. yes. So this, so she was like, let's watch New York because I haven't seen it. And we were like bouncing around. And I'm like, I think Cody's talking about New York, but I don't really know. And I was like, great. And so there's 12 fucking seasons or 15 fucking seasons, right? Watched them all. Oh, yeah. So we don't like starting on season one because it's... No. It's, archaic. It's archaic. It's dumb. And we didn't want to start too late. And so we're like, let's do a middle of the line, yeah. middle of the road. We started in season six interesting it's awful it's awful. but that is when there was like the i mean season five maybe would have been a better idea maybe i think I season five would have given you the groundwork of heather carol and aviva see i didn't talk to you about it so we just you should have consulted with me first because season four was the end of like the era of newbies yeah Season four is a weird transition era. So I'm going to talk about the show and you're I'm not really going to try to be, sh I'm trying to shut the fuck up, but I'm just so proud of you. So I just, I feel like a doctor and my child just like <laughs> was interested in my stethoscope. I'm just like so proud of you. So I just want to start off by saying that I will never watch another New York fucking episode in my life. You're, you hate it. I I fucking love it and I fucking hate it. Stephanie, the, I just, if you were to start on season, if you were to start on like season nine or eight, even seven. Okay. Just six was it? Six it's, is an odd, 
A six is an odd one to start on. So season six is the first season that Kristen is on. Season seven's her last season. Yeah, Kristen's a flop. But here's... Okay, let me go through my notes. She reminds me of someone we know. I can't wait to hear She's a it. flop for reality TV, but I'm sure she's lovely in real life and her husband sucks. Her husband is the fucking worst. So, okay, here's okay. my notes. Wait, let Adrian's song go. Ready? No. It's Cody's. We can't. You have to sing it like you said you would. Oh, shit. Okay. ba do ba 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 It's Stephanie's Bravo Universe. Oh, girl. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. So, let's start with the taglines. Okay. The taglines of season six are unhinged. Ramona's is get the Pinot. It's turtle time. What does that mean, Cody? Do you know what turtle Am time? Am I allowed to talk? You are. This is a different kind of Bravo universe. But I just want to say, like, I'm talking most of the time. I want to say it was season three, maybe. They were on Scary Island, and they were on a yacht, and they were trying to party, and the yacht next door to them was having a better party, and, and Ramona got drunk, and she wanted to go to this bar that was called, like, the Turtle Bar or something. Yeah. And she did this little dance on the pier where she sways her hips with her <laughs> arm up, and she goes... It's turtle time. Okay. A, a callback. But if you didn't... It's definitely a callback. If you didn't know that, it's the funniest... It doesn't make sense. Wait, what's Sonia? Sonia's is like... Sonia's is so bizarre. Me and Sammy and Amanda kept saying it all weekend. What it was is like, it? Oh, God. Um, I have to look it's it up. It's about being commando? Yeah, she goes... She Sonia- goes... I'm sick in the head that I know the taglines for yeah, specific yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, Where she it. says... She says... Um, <laughs> she says... I don't always like to wear panties or like sometimes no, like, Sonia has to go, go commando. commando. What can I say? Yeah. So, so Sammy and Amanda and I kept saying all weekend, what can I say? What can I say? And then like more Sonia, you can say more. You can, you can, ex- you like, can explain what the fuck you're talking about. Cause throughout the season, she's wearing panties. She then, ta- sometimes Sonia has, has to go, go commando. commando. What, what can, can I, I say? say? So Sonia- the, that is probably the one of the weirdest <laughs> that, that and Brandy Glanville's, Real Houses of Beverly Hills, where she says, money doesn't give you class. It just gives you money. Those are my least favorites. No, they don't make sense. They're stupid. They're not clever. Sonia might be one of my favorite housewives I've ever met. Yeah. Is that weird? Like, I'm obsessed with Sonia. No, she's absolutely iconic. She, but we'll get back to that. What do you think of Luann? Wait. I just have to say, I don't know if you know this, but they've re, I don't know if you know this. Hold on to your trousers. (laughs) They've rebooted the show, The Simple Life. But it's starring Luann and Sonia, and they just finished filming, and they put them out on a farm. Please tell me you're joking. I'm on God. I am going to watch the shit out watch of that. Every single episode of now, that. I years ago, I love Luann. Years ago, even before Kathy Hilton came on Beverly Hills, I predicted they would reboot The Simple Life with Kris Jenner and Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mom and Kim Kardashian's. That would have been good. That would have been very. What if good. each season they pick different? That'd be great. Wouldn't that have that have been amazing? Ugh. I'm just saying that would okay. have been incredible. So Luann, yes, I am honestly a huge fan of Luann. What's Luann up to this season? I forget. Nothing but stirring the pot. Okay, she's got she's nothing going on. She's, she's no longer really a countess. She's no. divorced. And to be fair, I don't think she has a tagline. 
Oh, she's she's. I think she's a friend of a show this season, which was a huge problem. Friend of the show means you're not an official housewife. Yeah, but she's she is a housewife. Exactly. So, so it's many. Up. There's so many friends of the show. Like Marlo Hampton on Atlanta was a housewife since season two, and only until the most recent season did she get her peach. And her tagline is, "I've always had the juice, but now I have my peach." But genius. That's amazing. I love that. So Luann is a housewife but she doesn't get credited for it exactly she, okay. and she didn't get paid for it friends of housewives don't get paid mama no that sucks they don't get paid so luann is also easily the most gore- naturally gorgeous one that body those Not, abs they call her a linebacker they say that her shoulders are too wide they're so and mean square. To her. They're so mean. <laughs> she's the best she's the most like i feel like i could actually have a conversation with her her and sonia are my girls interesting people to choose to have a conversation Those are my with people. just because they're not always lucid so i want to talk about well she's pretty good on this season she's Louis probably sober she is she struggles uh, with her sobriety same. she she really yeah she goes back and no but she's you know getting arrested for duis and threatening to okay. kill police officers so Kristen, Kristen's tagline is the stupidest fucking thing on the planet Earth. I Literally. may not be smart, but I'm pretty. Yeah. Um, it's not that, but it's basically that. And basically her husband thinks she's a bimbo idiot. Her husband awful said that she needed to lose her pooch. She's the skinniest fucking broad. <sighs> she talks about being a model. She's the stupidest. She's, she's the, gorgeous. I love her. She's the most gorgeous. You know who she looks like to me? She's perfect. Personality wise, no. Looks wise, if you guys want to know what Kristen looks like, Jen Keeler from Boheme Salon. Oh, yeah. That every time I see yeah. this Kristen housewife, I think she looks yeah. so similar to Jen. I think Jen's a little prettier. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But Kristen's literally a model. Like she, what pooch are you talking about? And she also has like, she, if you want to talk about lips, if I could get her lips on my face. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Okay. So let's talk about the book. Okay. Carol's book. Let's talk about the a, ghostwriter. Aviva. I'm trying to keep up. I haven't watched this for years. Yes. So there's this housewife named Carol who is terrifying looking. She's scary. <laughs> she looks, if you think she's spooky, then she's spookier now. She's we also, Andy Cohen's friend no more. They used to be friends and he made her go on the show because she said she casually dropped that she was a princess and he was like, we have a countess. I want a princess. She had some royalty. Yes. But then her husband died. Right. Yeah. And so she's terrifying looking, terrifying. <laughs> and, and she was like 41 in this show and now she's like 51 she looks even scarier you guys you want to talk about plastic surgery go look up fucking carol whatever her last name is Ratswell. she's terrifying she wrote a book after her husband died and it was like a huge success it's it has, called what remains and it has and we looked it up on goodreads thousands of reviews it's doing pretty well it's like got a four fucking star rating on goodreads which i'm like damn like, she's a writer though she was a journalist before yeah so it's she's not a writer. like it's not like one of those people think they can write like it's a probably a beautifully written book so inner aviva who is maybe a demon a demon she's uh, one of the greatest villains of Housewives. i was gonna say at first i was kind of like why is everyone ragging on aviva but she's so freaking weird I she's love a her. villain but can i say that i kind of like it well, that's the best villain is you love to hate them. If so, you hate to hate someone, they need to go. So Carol's asking her about her book. And, she, you know, Aviva did go to Carol and say, like, what advice do you have? Which, like, props. Wasn't she a super fan of Carol at first? She said, I've read your book. Like, when she first met her, she was like she a was super like a fan. fan. Yeah. And she still is. Okay. Yeah. You need to correct me because I haven't watched this in forever. No, you're good. And okay. so Aviva's talking to Carol. They're getting their nails done. And Carol's like, so do you have a ghostwriter? 
And Aviva's like, no, why would I have a writer? Like, I'm just basically, it's basically like a long, long email. Like, I've just been writing it myself yeah. and like beginning edits. But like, I always have control. Because Carol's edits. a real writer. So she's like, Aviva, what are you doing writing this by yourself? Right. You need a ghostwriter. But yeah. Carol doesn't come off that way. Carol comes off very much like you shouldn't be writing yourself, which to me, I'd be like, well, you can go fuck off. Well, Carol often comes off condescending. Yeah. She's kind of weird. So- she thinks she's like, I want you guys to imagine a... She thinks she's Carrie Bradshaw in a sense of like this. She's the main character of this, but it comes to, she also thinks she's better than being on Real Housewives for some reason, which is always a bad look. If you're going to be on a Real Housewife, just own it. You don't yeah. need to feel like you're better or cooler than them. I would say she definitely finds herself like more like her resume to herself thinks she's legit but i'm like just look in the mirror you definitely belong to be on fucking real look housewives. in the mirror and look at your look at your paycheck like you're a real housewife just own it i hate people who go on those shows and be like oh like diana on real housewives of beverly hills is doing that this season where you could tell she thinks she's above Better. being a real housewife it's like then why did you sign that contract okay, i'm gonna move through this quicker because i realize like these I get, people, i'll go for hours sorry, heather sorry, sorry. has terrible fashion it's awful she also gets, she's awful she gets so intense and she gets in everyone's fucking business she caused so much drama i'm moving on her clothes are terrible sonia terrible. is the best character i've ever met in my life she's, a mess a so beautiful mess can i just say that before watching any other seasons obviously we only watched like first 30 minutes of watching episode one i said sonia's broke i said sonia's broke 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 she's broker broke. than broke but they didn't say that until episode three and sammy and amanda were like how'd you know and i'm broke. like it's obvious it's obvious so broke. sonia's broke as fuck Kristen and josh are awful and toxic Terrible. and just disgusting like I everything is together anymore they Who are knows? he had fucking what is that account he had one of those like go daddy accounts where he was like go hey, daddy not, not go, go daddy. daddy no no no. what it's called something it's Whatever. like Whatever. He was like basically cheating on Kristen online, paying for other people's expenses and like seeing pictures and like doing all this. Seeking arrangements? No, I forget what Sammy called it. But anyways, he's awful. They're still together. Ramona threw a fucking wine glass at Kristen's face and split her lip. Kristen played this off like it was the biggest fucking deal. But Ramona is insane. Ramona, the fact that Ramona is still a fucking housewife is insane. She is the worst person that's ever been born. Not only that, she's racist and breaking news. Not that you would know this, Stephanie. Right. But as of yesterday, it's announced she's officially fired. She won't be back for housewives nor legacy housewives of new york thank god because me and sammy were just sitting there too much of a liability she's She's just she was partying at mar-a-lago she just she is she's sick the most recent season of new york housewives which is one of the worst seasons ever because six is the worst season ever well no you haven't seen the most recent it was during covid they are only with each other it's like they're sequestered it's bizarre and um, they have their first black housewife, Ebony, and Ramona. Literally, it's like if you were to pour water on a robot, glitches that she has to be in the presence of a black person. And you've never seen someone um, just feel so uncomfortable outside of her privilege and understanding of the world like Ramona Singer. She's just... I I find it comically insane, and I'm grateful she's not going to be on TV anymore because I think we need to put her to bed. She's sick. She's yeah. Also, she's her wine. I'm sorry, her and her Pinot Grigio. That bitch no. never. Well, that stops. went nowhere. That went nowhere. She never stops. No. Okay. Well, that's my Real Housewives corner. I'm really proud of you. Should we wrap this bad boy up? We didn't get to our notes. I don't want to. I don't either. We could keep going extra long. Mm. Oh. But- 
What? None of my notes are that important, dude. Trash guy peeing. I'm actually very interested in hearing about the trash guy peeing. This Please. Is, okay. Why don't we pick two notes from each? Okay. But this is me taking a high horse. I'm going to go quick. Okay. Okay. Deal. I was at the office. Love taking out the trash. Love cleaning in the office. I don't know why I just do. So I take out the trash, right? I'm going down. It's one of those big trash cans, like huge ones that mm-hmm. you like put into, right? So I'm going down there. And I see the trash can there. I'm like, whatever, the trash guy's there. Whatever, I don't care. I'm going. He's behind the recyclables looking at me like, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And I said, uh, well, I, I said, okay. And he goes, I'm sorry, but like on our road maps, like we just can't, I have to go wherever I can. And I said, oh, oh are you God. peeing behind there? Yeah. And he said, yes, ma'am. And I said, oh, and I gave him the most disgusting look I've ever given anyone. <gasps> I threw my trash away and I walked out. Were you horrified? I was reacting. He was sorry. He couldn't pee anywhere hey, else. Hey, hear me out. I'm, this is Team a story. trash guy. So I... He's act, very respectful. He didn't flash you. He was I, respectful and horrified that you walked up. I act with zero compassion and empathy, okay? Okay. I go back to my office. I tell my coworker, it's eating me alive. I chat her on my little teams and I'm like, this yeah. just happened. I said, I had no compassion. I showed him no empathy. So you know what I do? What? She's like, she goes, ew. And I'm like, I know. But like, honestly, like what else is he supposed to do? Yeah. So I run out and luckily he's just doing the neighbors. And I was able to, I run out and I find him. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be crazy, but I just want to let you know if you're ever emptying the trash here, you can come up to 204 and ask for the bathroom key and use our bathroom. Oh, I was like, I'm was nice of you. I said, I'm sorry if I seem judgmental. I reacted poorly. And he was like, oh no, it's okay. He's like, it's just, that's the job. Like I just, there's nowhere to go. I never know if an office has a bathroom or not. I'm like, well, 204. And he's like, 204. And I'm like, 204. Anytime you want to come up, right? Has he ever thought of a piss cup? So he's definitely peeing into a bottle and then he probably puts it into the garbage. Like, you know what I mean? I love a piss cup on a road trip. Emily makes fun of me. I left my piss cup like for four days in the parking garage of San Francisco once. That was disgusting. I regret that. So my point of this story is that like your Amazon workers and your UPS workers and your trash, you just don't know like the job. If you have to pee, they have to pee. Let them inside is what you're trying to say. But our Amazon workers who come obviously ask ask for the key all the time because they come into the office and drop our package off. Oh, so they'll go to the bathroom? The girls do. Yeah. Because like, what is a girl going to do? Pee in a fucking cup? No. Have you ever heard of a go girl? Yeah. Okay. So that's my trash story. I just want you guys to have more empathy and compassion for people. I want you to I have didn't. more empathy and compassion for people. I did. Don't tell them to. Um, I'm just saying, like, I remembered who I was, and I was like, that ain't me, girl. I don't want to go wasn't on this run cute. after this. I'm feeling tipsy. Do you want any notes? Or are we done? I don't like any What pyramid of schemes my have you tried? Notes. Who? That one is fun. Cares. I just think pyramid schemes are hilarious. Let's save it for the next ep then. It's we're at an hour 13. Yeah, you guys DM us what pyramid schemes you've either tried to sell or you got swooped into buying. Whether it's you went on the Herbalife diet, whether you started to do Arbon, started to sell Arbon girly mama, yes, the leggings, boss maybe lady, you got into the Lularoe leggings, um, Shakeology. Um, Wait, there's more Monet, Monet, Beauty Counter, Beauty Counter. Um, Mary Kay wasn't like the original Ugh, one. Yes, but hot pink, like, like hot on. pink convertible you could get. It's from not it. hot pink, but it's hot and it's pink. And um. So yeah. I also have another thing. We have it a, works. We have a sh- I got swooped into buying it works. Wait, don't 
We're going to save it. It doesn't work. And guess what else we're going to save? What? We got hella reviews. If you want to be included in the oh. review, review next episode, please add your review so we can include you. Now we, we're not going to, we are going to save them. Thank you, we Stephanie. We are going to save them. But I just have to give a shout out to one pumpkin daddy. If you're pumpkin daddy, please let us know. I want to know who pumpkin daddy is because we read the reviews we on the, marry the lost episode that we tried to record yesterday. And pumpkin daddy, who you love to review. First of all, I like your name because oh. I like pumpkins and daddies. Second of all. I liked your review and you mentioned liking LGBTQ plus, which makes me think you could be queer pumpkin daddy. And just now I'm single and horny. Cody's also queer and queer. And if you want to fuck DM me a dick pic. Well, don't pic. go asking for that. But you have to be over 25. You know, my rule. You Here's have to be pumpkin thing. daddy. You better be old enough to be my daddy. Wait, Cody, should I put all the reviews with the music at the end of this episode? No, or should we save them? We'll save them till next time. Make okay. them wait. Because we did record and it. And do more. Knowing that we're going to record next week, that's your chance right now when you're done listening to write a review because we're going to read it. And I want you, your challenge is to create a name that's even sexier for Stephanie and I than Pumpkin, Pumpkin Daddy. Daddy. I don't know if they can. They'll try. You okay. better try. We got to go. Okay, bye. We love you. 